this episode, Andy is joined by Mr. Fun Size, Marco Stunt. Welcome to the Road Home from Wrestling interview. I feel safest of all I can lock all my doors And it's the only way to live in cars What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm good. I'm driving home right now. Okay, well, be very careful. Um, you no just promise. You just celebrated a birthday, is that correct? I did. It was uh, yesterday. My birthday was yesterday. How'd that go? It was, it was fun. We went out to eat and then uh, came home and got to hang out with my buddy and then... Uh, took a birthday shot that was pretty fun awesome awesome how, how old did you uh turn yesterday uh i'm i'm 13 no. 13 wow I'm so just, I'm, just the, I'm just kidding <laughs> obviously the uh no so, i'm t- I, I i turned 22 yesterday wow 22 year old stud holy crap well that's awesome man happy birthday um it, you Thank know you. it's it's uh I'm, we've seen you wrestle several times. Uh, I've seen you at IWA Mid-South, at PWF, at PPW, you know, a bunch of different places, kind of in that Kentuckiana area. Where Where are you actually from? Uh, I live in Mississippi. No kidding. So, yeah. So I, uh, I, I travel quite a bit to get to those shows. It's fun, though. It's definitely worth it. Wow. So what um what promotion did you start at down there? Who who trained you? Uh, I started, man. I started at this uh this place. Uh, they were called a TWE Total Wrestling Explosion. So uh, this is an explosion of action. But uh, I um I went to one of their shows um uh, four and a half years ago maybe. And, um, or about four years ago. And, uh, I loved it. I fell in love and I thought it was the coolest thing ever to see like wrestling going on in my hometown, you know? So I was like, okay, I got to talk to these guys and see what's up. So, uh, I had, a, I had two buddies there with me and, um, one of them wrestles now and one of them does not. Uh, but, uh, we all three started training the next weekend they were like, yeah, just come help us set up the ring. And they gave us, a, they shot us a price, which is like way too much for how they trained us. Because I really wish I'd went somewhere and start training because I feel like the way I came up was real awkward. Like I never actually like went to a training session, I guess. I just, uh, they got us in the ring, they, they bumped us around a little bit, and uh, they, they started to teach us how to run the ropes, kind of, and, uh, and then they, they made fun of us a lot, and then finally, I ended up, like, maybe three, four months in, I got with this guy named Motley Cruz, or David Price, um, he's a, he used to do a bunch of stuff around the Memphis area, he would, uh, wrestle a whole bunch of different places and um he actually taught me the ins and outs and he, and he taught me more than pretty much anybody has and then um i guess about a year and a half in i started trying to do more so i started traveling i went uh i went around with roscoe eat lisa for a while doing <laughs> little stuff with them um they're my guys 
Um, and now I'm traveling on my own a ton. I just, uh, that's really how it started, though. I just went to a show, and I was like, well, this is cool. So I decided to do it. That's awesome. Now, something you mentioned with all that uh, that you just told us there, um, I, it just made my ears tickle. So you said uh, Motley Cruz was someone who trained you. Now, this is the gentleman that Jumpin' Jim Farmer cut the famous promo on. Is that right? Yeah, that's him. That's him. No, Holy that's funny because he gets really pissed off at us now because I, I make fun of him for it. Well, I mean, how many times did you did you tell him, you know, that makes me mad and I'm going to get you, you know, or whatever that guy says. It's tremendous. Wow. I'm in full force all the time, so. <laughs> that's awesome well if you and to any of our listeners if you or you know viewers if you've not watched that uh, you gotta just just look up jumping jim farmer on uh youtube and you'll see a hilarious promo that's one of the best ever so uh anyway now um you uh you have a big match coming up here uh at pwf next friday versus mm-hmm. kevin giza now, yeah. now he's a top guy I mean, how do you how do you expect to deal with someone who's a top guy and also has, you know, is friends with someone named the Winter Soldier? I mean, that seems like that's a tough deal there. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm really just focused on Kevin, honestly. Like, I got all these dogs barking at me. They know I'm because I'm the top dog. No, I'm just <laughs> um, no, yeah, I'm not really I'm not really worried. I mean, I beat him once. I beat him once. I can beat him again, and uh, maybe, maybe he won't attack me from behind this time. Yeah, but, they, uh, they are known to pearl I mean, harbor like, people. I'm going and it's not, match. It's not I'm, okay. not, I'm gonna try to stay. I'm gonna try to stay clear-minded and stuff. You know, not yeah, lose sight okay. of what I'm going after. I got bigger things planned. Well, I mean, pun intended. I'm sure. Uh, but, uh, you know, that'll be a lot of fun there. And, uh, that is something I wanted to mention. Obviously, one of the things that people notice about you here is that, you know, because of your size, which is kind of the first thing that people notice about you, you're able to kind of float between a couple worlds in pro wrestling. Um, you know, I've seen you do some of the shows for little people and I've seen you do, you know, the big people shows too. Um, you know, what's it like to be able to kind of float between those two worlds? That's pretty cool. Uh, I've actually only done one little person show, and it was the one at the arena. I imagine that's the one you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Um, it's a whole different world. Like, like you got your wrestling fans, then you got people who are coming to see a bunch of little people fight. You know, <laughs> like, it's, like it's completely different. Like people were just people just wanted to see people entertain them like they were they came to be entertained by some little pre- little people wrestling like midget wrestling that's what it is you know and uh it's just cool to see how the fans interact to to that type of stuff and then how the fans interact to the type of stuff that i normally do you know or like that you would normally see at a pwf show or a, or a paradigm show or anything really around here but well it's, uh, well one of the little people that you've had an opportunity to work with uh, claims to be your father, uh, Pat D's nuts. Tell me a little bit about uh, this gentleman and, and how you got hooked up with him. Man, I, th- I think it just kind of happened. I think it was a joke at first. And now, uh, now they're like, you know, this is kind of funny. So 
So they put Pat with me, and they call him Pat D's Nuts. So, <laughs> Pat D's Nuts and Mr. Fun Size. That's pretty awesome, man. Yeah, you know, I think I'm pretty sure everything with Pat started as a joke, by the way. So, uh, not you know, every, everything he's ever done, I'm pretty <laughs> sure started that way. But, uh, but another thing that uh, people that you know, I, I have to commend you. Uh, one of the things that has kind of stood out to me is your uh, your choice of gimmick has kind of is very intelligent, and I put it that way because you know, 90s kids stuff is a big deal now, and that's kind of your gimmick. And you come out to this Pat De- Penatar song, and you, you loft your, your uh, fanny pack in the air as if it's the most important thing in the world, and the crowd sings along, and it's unbelievable. Where'd you come up with all this stuff, and, uh, and how did this kind of, how'd you slide right in here? I mean, this is really smart stuff. Uh, okay, fun times. I was bored one time. I was going to this show. I was going to the show in Middle Mississippi, and uh, I was listening to an '80s playlist on the way down when I wasn't like you know talking. But uh, we were at a baseball field, and uh, the the guy asked me, he goes, "Okay, Marco, uh, you got your music?" And I was like, "Give me a second. So I went and I like scrolled, and it, uh, I scrolled for quite a bit actually. I went through hundreds, hundred different songs. It felt like, but I played it. And I was like, man, that's dumb. I like it. And so so I didn't know what I was going to do. So I was like, here, y'all play this. And they just kind of looked at me. They were like, really? I was like, just play it. And so uh, I went out there, and uh, it felt like I had to walk a mile before we got out to the gate because we uh, we were in this little shack area, or, and uh, we had to walk to the field. So I get to the field about the time it's about to, you know, hit – and so I'm, I have my fanny pack on, and I'm just like, whatever. So I unhook it, and the chorus hits, and I just hold it up. And about there's, – there's, there's probably like 30 people there. About five of them just stood up and just started clapping, going, this is amazing. And so I was like, okay, I'll keep it. So it's just kind of stuck with me, and I've kind of like morphed it to what it is now. Wow. Well, it's tremendous, and, and I think – you know, an entrance in, you know, in the area where we're at, an entrance is something that can really, really help you become popular. Um, you know, look at a guy like Mance Warner, who is a tremendous wrestler. But I mean, you know, I, that entrance is something else, man. Uh, but uh, but yeah, well, so so you recently won a championship. Is this your first championship? Uh, heavyweight, first heavyweight championship. Um <laughs> That's weird because I'm definitely not, you know, a heavyweight. But like, I, I think I can uh, keep up with the bigger of them. You know, I tried to well, tell, at least. Who, who did you defeat for that title? And tell me a little bit about that. Uh, I actually beat Flip Gordon for that title. Um, it was a triple threat. Flip Gordon was in it. It was uh Jackson Crowley who has come with me to PWF once. Um, it was the PWF uh, Paradigm crossover show. Mm-hmm. And uh, he wrestled in the scramble. He was their champion. Uh, he was their champion this past weekend. And so uh, it was me, him, and Flip in a triple threat. And uh, it was. It ended up being an elimination. So Flip actually pinned Jackson with a move. And when he was celebrating, I rolled him up for the one, two, three. So I got nice. the pin and the belt. It was pretty cool. That's very cool. Um, man, you know, it's gotta, it's gotta feel pretty good to be a heavyweight champion, you know, and, uh, obviously it's going to be fun to defend that. I hope that, uh, 
I hope you win in many, many comical ways, and uh, that'll be awesome. But, uh, uh, but man, tell me a little bit about your style because, um, you know, a guy your size, a lot of times you're looking at, like, you know, a high-flying style, and you do some of that. Sometimes it's a little scary, you know, and uh, tell me a little bit about that and, and what happens when guys don't want to catch you. <laughs> when guys don't want to catch me. Oh, that's funny. It's funny you bring that up. Um, there's been a couple times recently where, uh, I've just been dropped. Like people haven't caught me. And so, uh, I think that's actually gotten in my head a little bit. Cause it's like affected some of my, uh, my dives and stuff out of the ring. Um, there's one time where I got tossed out of the ring. I don't know if you were there. It was actually the was crossover show. Yes, I was That's the one you were yeah. talking about then. Okay. So, yeah, for everybody else that doesn't know, um, I was being powerbombed out of the ring. And uh, five guys were supposed to catch me. And I got thrown over them. And my my uh, my calves clipped their shoulders. And so when I did, I just tumbled back and I landed on my head. It was pretty great. It, uh, I think it knocked me out for a minute, but that's... That's about this. That's why I didn't get back up in the ring afterwards, for sure. Well, you you like in that there was still more work to do there, though. It wasn't like the match was over after you got hit in the head. Um, how does that kind of work? I, I've asked other wrestlers this, and I, I think it's very interesting um, because if you do any work while you're kind of unconscious or whatever, it's interesting how that could kind of lets you know that you've been trained properly because you will protect yourself even if you're not consciously doing it. Um, how, yeah. How'd that work out for you? Um, I, well, I was, I was done anyways. Like, that was pretty much it for me. So I just laid there, and I was like – I remember Sean came up, referee man bun, came up to me, and he, uh, he, like, grabbed me. He's, like, checking to see if there's any blood coming out. And I was just laying there. Like, he, he checked on me, like, twice, and I didn't answer him. And then I was like, I should probably answer him. So I had to tell him, I was like, I'm all right, just go finish the match. And, like, I don't ever want to take away from the match just because, you know, like I'm injured. Like, of course, like I've, I've had to leave once, and that was when I broke my elbow. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I, 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 was, I, I was not there that night, but I remember seeing the photos, and I know uh, Mama Maria took care of you that <laughs> night, as she does with many folks. Um Yes. What's that like to break your arm in the ring? And uh, gosh, that that's kind of scary, man. I don't, I don't really remember it to be honest. I, the only things I can remember really are seeing what I saw on video, and like, of course, I know where I went. And I, I know like what I did afterwards. Like, I remember the car ride over there. That was the worst twenty, thirty minutes of my life because we got stuck in traffic, and. Uh, I don't remember it happening, though. I remember what we were doing. And um, when I got tossed back, I landed. I didn't even feel it. I just felt something shift in my arm. It felt like my arm just kind of gave out. But um, I rolled out, and I looked, and I was about to get back in the ring. And it freaked me out. So I was like, oh, crap, what do I do? And I looked at Sean, and I just showed him. And he goes, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Man, it was intense. And then Cole, Cole was so upset. Cole felt so bad. And it's not, it's not his fault. It was just the timing and the positioning on everything. But uh, man, 
uh, every, the whole locker room just cleared, and they were like, they were just staring at me. And uh, Ian, Ian actually came up and was like, "No, nah, y'all need to take him to the, to the hospital." Because I was gonna get back in, but they wouldn't let me. So Maria took me to the hospital, and she sat there. Maria is a trooper. Let me tell y'all something about Maria. Maria is one of the most loving and caring people I've ever met in my life, and uh, I will always cherish her. And uh, she took me and sat with me until she had to go to work. And then uh, when she got off of work at like 7 in the morning, came back to the hospital after I'd been transferred. Because they had to transfer me from one hospital to another because they couldn't get my elbow back in place. And uh, so I had to go be put under. And they put me under and uh, fixed it and stuff. And uh, I woke up and she'd come back after work and so she, she she was pretty much there the whole time it's it was really cool yeah i don't know when she sleeps like i'm pretty sure she doesn't <laughs> ever sleep because i you know i i've she's always out doing stuff and you know and sean too man sean i know sean never sleeps either but uh but you know he's also a guy that you know i if if you you know if somebody's going to give you the bug eyes when your arm's broken, you want it to be Sean, right? I mean, that's the guy, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sean Sean's my buddy too. I I've ridden with Sean. Me and Sean rode up to a Black Label this last time, the BLP BLP Jam. It was super fun. I love him. He he uh he's the one that helped keep me awake on the ride home, or else I probably wouldn't be alive right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the bad. thing, is it? He he doesn't uh, he doesn't sleep so I, I would love to ride with him because you'd never have to worry about him falling asleep because he doesn't do that so uh, you know but uh, but yeah so Black Label Pro now that's where Referee Man Bun was born so uh, yeah. what was it I I know this isn't a question about you but uh, what was it like up there having the return of Referee Man Bun was uh, was the crowd very happy or were they pissed I don't know I think he's uh, for him yeah like I don't I don't really remember. I don't remember. Well, I mean, that was that's where it was born, and you know, he finally made his way back, and now he's sending me green heart emojis. So that I don't know what that means, but that oh, means I something. See that. So, uh oh, Maria, oh, Maria says. Maria says he fell asleep on him. That <laughs> <laughs> was probably after being up for three days or something. So uh, anyway, well, well, man, what kind of goals do you have for the future? Um, I mean, you know, you're coming all the way from Mississippi. I'm hoping you're picking up bookings in between Mississippi and fucking, you know, Kentuckyana. Uh, no, not really. I just go. I usually go. I'm, actually, next Friday I'm going there and I'm coming straight back because like, I don't have anything in between, which sucks. I'd love to pick up something for like a Saturday, but you know. Well, maybe we can help you out with that. See if we can get this video out to some promoters. They got to, you know, Mr. Fun Size needs to be, you know, all over the place. And so, uh, you know, you're somebody that, you know, can appeal to adults and kids. And that's not something that's very easy in the professional wrestling world these days. And I think that's yeah. something that's important. Uh, one of the reasons why I think that your whole, you know, thing is is pretty smart as well. But but what do you want to do? I mean, where, you know, everyone says WWE is the main goal, but what's your goal? You know, I, I, uh, man, that's hard. See, like, of course, like, the end goal would, I would love to be at, um, I would love to be at WWE one day, you know, 
love to be at that level. Um, but right now, I think I think I'm just trying to better myself. I want to become a better wrestler and um, learn how to engage in the crowd a little more, so that I can, you know, entertain them better. I wanna, I always want to leave an impression. That's what I want. I want to leave an impression big enough so that people will remember me. You know, like for a long time, not just, oh, hey, yeah, Marco wrestled here one time. You know, like I want people to be like, oh, man, y'all remember Marco? Yeah, those are the good old days, you know, like when I'm not wrestling anymore. Um, whether whether that means me being in WWE and leaving that impact or, you know, whatever, like I'd love to wrestle in Japan, you know, like I wouldn't mind wrestling in Japan. I want to wrestle in Mexico. I want to go to Canada. I, I would love to go, you know. I would love to go to Ring of Honor eventually. I think that's a that's that's a bigger goal of mine too, is to get on with them. Um, but yeah, I think that, I think I think that that's kind of you know what everybody wants to do is that you know to to yeah. do that path you know like you're talking about. But I mean, you know, what are some short term goals though, as far as like uh, some promotions you want to work at? I know. You, you know, Kat just said that you, I guess you worked at Kaiju. Is that correct? I did work at Kaiju. <laughs> what was that like? That was fun. I love Kaiju. Kaiju's a blast. It's, it's insane. It's, the crowd is into everything, and that makes it easy on me because I can just go out there and be like, hey, I'm, I'm small, and they're going to cheer, you know? <laughs> so, so you just were yourself. You weren't like a bowl of ramen or something like that or whatever the hell weird characters no, yeah, they have? No, I was, I was me. I was me. I was just wild me. What what or who did you wrestle? I, I uh the first time I went I wrestled Mikey McNeely. Okay. BMOC. And then yeah. this past time I wrestled uh Vance. Or I'm sorry, DDS. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's that's a whole other deal there. Uh man. <laughs> that's a lot of fun. Um yeah. you, I have a question for you. Can you explain what Bark Bark Gator Tits is? Do you know what that is? Because I have no idea. I've heard yeah. it a million times and I don't get it. Never I, I, I don't know. I have no Why would Yeah, <laughs> I wish it I could doesn't, tell you I, I mean know. wrestling without context is a is a great uh, Twitter handle and you know that's a perfect thing for that is that bark bark gator tits shit because I don't know what that means. But uh but anyway, ma'am. Well, uh, where can the folks find you on the internet, and what kind of things do you have to plug? I know we got the uh, the PWF show coming up next Friday on the tenth versus Kevin Giza, who we call Pizza. I like to call him Pizza, and uh-huh. I'm telling you, watch out for that Winter Soldier man. He might be creeping on the outside with his uh, eh. his. Uh, he he. Do you think? Let me ask you a question. Do you think that exactly. um, that Adam Slade should just give up? Or do you think he should keep like doing, you know, the comb over and everything, making sure that no one can see what's going on up here? You know, I think it's 2018. We got to let him do what he's going to do, whether that means it just, it destroys his life or his hairline or whatever, you know. Okay, that's a very open-minded take. As a bald man, I find it frustrating that I think he's trying to hide his baldness, um, which is kind of, you know, I mean, to me, it's kind of offensive. So, you know, I mean, I. That's just what I think. So, um, <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, yeah, well, what, you know, where else do you want to work locally or what, what else do you have coming up? Where can we find you on the internet, man? Man, I, uh, there's a lot of places I'd like to work. I'd like, I don't know. Can y'all still hear me over this brain? We're good. 
Okay, just making sure. Um, oh my gosh. Anyways, now I'd like to work <laughs> up at AIW in Cleveland. I'd like to yes. work at AAW eventually, you know. You like know, to make it up to Rockstar sometime soon. Yeah, we'd like to see you up there. We're there almost every week, but uh, AIW is a special place as well. Um, yeah. You know, I, I would love to see. I You know, I know you already have fans up there. Um, you know, Justin Summers of Wrestling Cheers is a is a big a good friend of mine, and he's a guy that's uh, you know sung your praises even though he's never even you know seen you or whatever. So, <laughs> but uh, but he's a hell of a guy. So uh, maybe he can help you get up there because that would be something that would be pretty great. I know that John Thorne listens to his show. So uh, you know, but uh, but anyway, you do great up there. That place is awesome. You know, and Rockstar is what it is. It's a, it's a great place as well. You know, uh, I like it up there. Uh, I'm sure you do fine up there as well, man. That'd be awesome. Well, I'd like to go to Nova Pro also. Oh, where's that at? Uh, man, if you hadn't told me, if you hadn't asked me. <laughs> I don't know why. that I just went blank. You're all good. Well, Virginia. Virginia. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, you know, there's so many promotions around here. When I first started doing the podcast, we started to get messages from other promotions, and then I realized that there was 17 IWAs and, and, you know, and 16 of this and 17 of that. It's like, man, there's so many different places. It's, it's really hard to keep them all track, even if you've actually been to them, <laughs> which is crazy. But, uh, but anyway, well, man, it looks like you're kind of busy. You got rain going on. You just got off work. So uh, what's your, what's your uh, Twitter handle, Instagram, and all that shit? All right, my my Twitter is at Marco Stunt. You can just type in that, or you can type in Mr. Fun Size, and I'll pop up. On Instagram, it is underscore Marco Stunt underscore. Um, on Facebook, you know, I'm, I'm right here. Okay. <laughs> um, and then you, I've got a YouTube. Uh, go follow me on YouTube. Just type in Marco Stunt, and I should pop up. I've got a whole bunch of, uh, I don't know if y'all have seen them, but got a series out it's called uh the cletus chronicles so uh, you should definitely go check that out if you haven't okay they're dumb they're dumb but i like them <laughs> um but yeah that's really that's really all i got okay for, awesome man well well thanks so much for doing this and uh you know maybe i'll see you at pwf and we can uh you know, meet officially in person. I know you walked right past me to shake hands and hug with Justin and Ralph, you know, cause they're so fucking great, you know, but, uh, it's fine. You know, I, it's fine. I get snubbed. It's all good. I understand. So all right, next, next time I'll come up and shake your hand. And hug you. <laughs> right on, man. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'll see you next time. Okay. All right, man. Thank you. To the doubts that complicate your mind We belong to the light We belong to the dark We belong to the sound of the words We both fall in